So we talked a lot about Justin Fields' future, Ohio State's uh, former high-level quarterback, but you know he made a lot of waves on the St. Brown Brothers podcast last week by talking about unfollowing the Bears on social media. We're not going to have that conversation today because what he said beyond that and about Ohio State, I thought made bigger waves. Like I don't give a damn about him. He unfollows uh, team on social media. Which yeah, by about the to- way, which by the way, that 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 was the most BS <laughs> response yeah. I've ever heard. Try unfollowing your wife on social media and see how that goes over. And I get well, it's so, your wife, so it's okay. a little bit different. But, but but try following your ex-wife on social media because I think that's the conversation. I think the man knows he's about headed for divorce, and he's he's the one being left, and he's like, I'm not gonna. I'm going to see you out with your new boo also, on I, social media. I also punched holes in his argument because his argument was, man, I'm going on vacation. I don't want to see any football on my timeline. And so I did a search of my own, and guess who he still follows? Ohio State football. I'm right. just saying, I get it. It's Ohio State. You went there, but you said you didn't want any football on your timeline. And it's not like he's going in and unfollowing like all his football player brethren who are in the NFL. Like, How do you know those guys aren't going to post about football? I'm not doing it. You know why? He was lying. That's all it was. He was lying. It's okay. (laughs) He was lying. He had a valid reason to do what he did, but he was 100%. That's what I'm telling you. I I further proved that he's full of shit. Now now you've got me into this. You're you're starting to work me up here. I'm not doing it because during the same St. Brown Brothers podcast, Justin Fields revealed his Ohio State Mount Rushmore, and this got people talking because it was Ezekiel Elliott, Troy Smith, Ted Ginn Jr. and Eddie George. Just on the whole, I need your reaction on that Ohio State Mount Rushmore from Justin Fields. Um, I think the, the obvious reaction is that that's a really good Ohio State Mount Rushmore if you were born in like the year 1995. And like you started growing up caring about Ohio State football by the time you were like, it was like the year 2000, right? Then you kind of got, oh, okay, now we can start talking about these great players at Ohio State. And I, and I, I think... I understand what he was doing. I, I, I like. I, I don't find. I, I'm not like pushing back on all of like I, his his reasoning for Troy Smith. Okay, he won a Heisman. He's the last Ohio State Heisman winner. That one makes some sense. Um, but to ignore, and I guess this is a little bit of a peek to at least one person who I'm having on my list to ignore the only player to ever win two Heisman trophies in the history of of college football is just wild to me. So, so I, that was maybe the biggest one that I think he left off the list. Can we just start with this? It's really hard to do a Mount Rushmore yeah. for Ohio State football. Yeah. Because there are no coaches on that list, which I think are, is a real conversation. Um, there's no defensive players on that list, which yeah. is ignoring a lot of amazing football players. And that, by the way, it, that's not a criticism of Justin. It just tells you, oh, and by the way, he's limited by being like a 25-year-old kid. So like... I think I one. I don't think there's ever a true Mount Rushmore of 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 a of a college team. I think the NFL it's a little easier, especially once you get out of like Green Bay and you know uh, Pittsburgh and like once you get to teams that maybe haven't had that kind of success, it's a little easier to do the Detroit Lions. Is what I'm saying. No offense, <laughs> Detroit. We love you. This is not a, an adjacent shot at Ann Arbor because of proximity. I just mean um, it's it's I'll easier. Be, hold on. Doesn't the doesn't the song though go? I don't give a damn about the whole state of Michigan. So should we like Detroit? I don't know. But I actually have friends in Michigan, mm-hmm. and yes, they are Michigan uh, sympathizers, which is confusing. But they're good people, and they're good at what they do. Now, 
So I think it's really tough to do this. Can I fault a 25-year-old kid for not knowing who or not understanding the significance of Archie Griffin, though? Like that Archie Griffin yes. was at his zenith 25 years before Justin was born. So, like, honestly, at some point, like, did we besmirch Hopalong Cassidy? Did we besmirch um, whatever left back in, okay. you know, 1941 was like a, a, a Heisman winner, one of the best and best to do it? Like, I there's a part of me that, like, a 50-year-old Ohio State fan will never have the same Mount Rushmore as a 25-year-old. And a 75-year-old Ohio State fan's Mount Rushmore is going to look different than a 50-year-old's. Like, I think some of this is just he's a very young buck with a limited scope. Oh, like, yeah. I think some I got to give him some grace for just being young, That's, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm okay saying that this is about like him only knowing like the more recent guys, and I and I'm fine admitting that and saying that's why his Mount Rushmore looks like what his Mount Rushmore looks like. But I also think like you don't just get a pass for not knowing who Archie Griffin is. Not not that he doesn't know. That, okay, not that's not fair. Not that he doesn't know who he is, but not putting him on your Mount Rushmore when. He, like Ohio State prides itself so much on like the history of the program. And like when Urban was there and Fields was obviously there under Urban and then transitioned to the Ryan Day uh, era, there was so much like they, they, they emphasized, he put a big, a big emphasis on the history of the rivalry and the history of the program and why this stuff matters. There's no, and, and also Archie Griffin is someone who, Seems like he's still pretty involved with the program. I mean, he's he's at games. He does stuff. He still advocates for Ohio State. He does different things. So I would imagine that they've crossed paths at some point as well, like that he has seen him or met him while he played there. So to just like completely blatantly, blatantly ignore the only two-time Heisman winner in the history of college football is asinine. I don't care how old you are. That seems like something that everybody who goes to Ohio State and plays football there should understand and know the significance of. You know, I got pushback on this. The historical Come significance. On. He doesn't know Ohio State's history. He Three of his four guys are guys there's no way he saw. He, he was born in 1999. Troy Smith's zenith was when he was six years old. Eddie George winning the was with his best player in college football but, but when Nick, he was minus four. So it a, does have some historical no, relevance. He just doesn't have it Smith from 25 years before he was damn born. The Troy Smith submission literally punches a hole, though, in the in the argument you're trying to make. Because if he if you said he was only six years old, how could he watch Troy Smith? Troy, he, the reason he put Troy Smith on there in the podcast was that he was the Heisman winner at Ohio State, and he was just – I think it had more to do with the fact that he was a quarterback. So, oh, I was a quarterback. He was a quarterback. He won the Heisman at Ohio State, so I got to put him on there. But then he can't use the same argument for Archie Griffin, who won two Heismans, the only player to ever do it in the history of college football? Like, what the hell are we right, doing? Now, now I got to ask you, um, who – what year were you born? 1991. All right, 1991. All right, so I'm going to go roughly 30 years before you were born. And who was Ohio State's safety that uh, was drafted by the Raiders? And he was a three-year starter for the Buckeyes and helped the, the Buckeyes win the 1968 National Championship. Mike Sensible. It was Jack Tatum. How dare you not know your Ohio State? All right. This, uh, Mike this, this, oh, he was, he, oh, yeah, yeah, you got me. 
This beloved Ohio State player was part of three Big Ten championship winning teams during his tenure at Ohio State. Two-time All-American, linebacker, win to the NFL. He had 29 tackles versus Penn State. I'll give you the damn year. It was the it was the mid to late 70s. What linebacker am I talking okay. about? Okay, Nick, but here's the thing. I didn't play football at Ohio Stop State. Stop no. <laughs> like I, I was like I'm not required. I wasn't. I guess it's not, okay. I shouldn't say required. That's not fair. But I didn't play football at Ohio State, where that the player that we're talking about, Archie Griffin, was around the program and was like talked about as one of the greats. And I'm assuming I've never been to like the Woody, but I'm assuming that there's his pictures plastered all over the place, and his two Heisman's are on display, like. This is somebody that clearly has a historic. I'm not, I'm not expecting Justin Fields to know these players that you're asking me about, which Mike Sensible also was a safety who won a championship in 1968. So screw you, Nick. My answer wasn't completely wrong. But anyway, um, no, like I, I, I think the historical relevance of Archie Griffin is why it matters. Like not all these guys that we're going to go through and be like, well, what about this? random corner who played for the Buckeyes in 1973. You should know his name too. Like, no, I, I'm not saying he needs to know every single player, but it's Archie freaking Griffin. The guy won two Heismans every year. The Heisman ceremony opens up when there's a set, when there's somebody on the ta- on this, on the um, stage who has already won one. And they're like, well, he's got a chance to do something that only one other player in the history has ever done. Archie Griffin, Ohio state won two Heisman's. Like his name is brought up every single time. How is there no history to act like you just forget about who Archie Griffin is? Because I didn't know who the, the other safety was for the 1968 Ohio state team. It's fucking stupid. So, so with that, I got you. I jammed you up a little bit. My bad. We're dogs. I'm that's my I found bad. My way out of it. I found um, my way out of it. I'm I, fine. How do you know Archie Griffin wasn't fifth on his list? Maybe he was. I don't know. See, because that's the point. Like, you think he just automatically forgot him. Like, why does Archie Griffin have to be on Mount Rushmore? Because he won two Heismans? And he still is up there as one of the greatest, uh, like, players in Ohio State history in terms of, like, the stats. He's he's up there uh, still to this day. The two Heisman thing is the thing that people reference more than just the stats. He still is, though, the rushing leader at Ohio State. We've, We've gone down a rabbit hole I did not intend to, which was... Specifically, should he know who he Archie Eddie is? George on there, and Eddie George also played four years at Ohio State. And um, I'm not disp- Eddie George is a great player, but he didn't. He was still like two thousand yards behind Archie Griffin when he was done with his Ohio State career. So I think the problem with with this list here, and again, it's Ezekiel Elliott, it's Troy Smith, it's Ted Ginn Jr., and it's Eddie George. I don't. I don't think you should have in in a place that has put this many wide receivers into the NFL. I don't think you should have two running backs on that list. For as great as running backs as Ohio State has had, I think you got to trim one there. And I really struggle with Ted Ginn Jr. being on the list too. Yeah. And so like, I I think like if we're, and by the way, if we're talking about like, I think Zeke's off the list. I think Eddie stays. I, I, I think it really depends on what your qualifications are. Like, do you have to have beaten Michigan? Do you have to have won a national championship? Like those are all fair qualifiers. Like if it, if you have to have won a national championship, Eddie George, you got to sit down, brother. Like if you have to have beaten Michigan two or more times, all right, this guy, you got to sit down. So like you, I, I think this all depends on how we qualify what belongs on our list. I would say if we're putting somebody from the 2014 championship on there, it's got to be Joey Bosa at the very least for me. 
Like I, I think Joey then goes into the NFL. Like if we're if we're talking about all the dudes who then went to the NFL, give me Joey Bosa. So a, a defender is listed there. Um, I actually am partial to Jack Tatum. I grew up. I never got to see I, Jack I, Tatum play, but like got a lot of love for him because my dad loved watching Jack Tatum. Yeah. But um, then I think then I think it becomes all right. So the 2014 team is represented with um, gosh, who's the uh, Troy Smith. I'm I'm on the fence whether Troy should represent that team because you could say Chris Gamble, Ted Ginn's got a chance. They have three or four defenders that belong on this list as well. Different defensive linemen, different um, linebackers. I mean, that whole team was stacked. You know, I mentioned Chris Gamble who played. Mike Doss. Oh my God, Mike Doss belongs yeah. in this conversation. So, it, but if Troy's the 2002, all right, you got to have that guy on. And if Eddie's the guy that didn't win a national championship at Ohio state on the Mount Rushmore. Cause I, at Ohio state, I don't think you can have two guys that didn't win a national championship or, or, or beat Michigan every year. Then I think you got to pluck somebody off one of Woody's teams. And it would make sense that it's Archie then, because he is the guy that, yeah, Cousineau won a national championship. Tatum won a national championship, but everybody thinks of um, Archie Griffin. When you think of the Woody Hayes era in Columbus. So that's more how my math. I need at least one great defender. I need a representative from each of the championship teams that have been in my lifetime. I'm okay giving like Eddie George or Orlando Pace a spot. And Orlando Pace has been woefully underrepresented because that dude was the baddest mamma jamma on the planet for Ohio State in the mid-90s. But then you got to give me a player from from the national title team. How do you kind of view the Mount Rushmore Ohio State conversation? Yeah, it, it, I, I, I'm with you on like it's it's big picture, and this is where this tough stuff matters because it's not so long ago we were having a conversation about if Marvin Harrison Jr. is the best wide receiver that ever went to Ohio State, yeah. and I said I thought he was, but that was from the perspective of like skill wise, I don't think I've ever seen anything like that come through mm-hmm. Ohio State. Like like the dude's incredible. He was incredible. Um, and so for me, I, 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 but like, I can't put him, like, he might be like an OLI, like one of the like three OLIs on my list because I thought he was so phenomenal. I think he, he deserves to be in the conversation, but he probably wouldn't make the final cut um, because he doesn't have the accolades. He, he never beat Michigan. He never won a national championship. So I, I can't necessarily do that. But um, see, I, I actually think like I would maybe put Sensible on there, still the, the, the leading. He still leads the 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 program in, in all time interceptions. He won a, he won two national championships. So to me, like that matters. And he still is talked about as one of the the better secondary players. You're um, not just doing this to try and continue to get your way out of the conversation we had earlier, right? No, I I actually was like this was the dilemma for me. Like I I I like that you brought Joey Bosa because I mentioned I thought Joey Bosa and I was looking for a defensive player to put on there, and I was like. I don't know, like, does A.J. Hawk belong? He won a national championship. But the only thing A.J. Hawk has, like, statistically is, like, he's, like, top five all time, I think, in uh, tackles for the for Ohio State. But, like, I, I don't know that that's enough to, like, be like, okay, A.J. Hawk's on the list. Um, but maybe if I need a representative from 2002, that's my person. Because, I like, Troy Smith was on that 2002 team, but it wasn't like he was – the star quarterback leading the charge. You know what I'm saying? So that, that mm-hmm. that's, that's what makes the 2002 team hard for me because um, I think it probably does deserve to be represented. I actually think um, – well, I, I'm obviously putting Archie on mine after I emphatically defended him. So I, I think Archie has to be on there. 
I actually think that I'd put JT Barrett on there. And that's my representation from the, the uh, 2014 team. He, he was on the team. He won national championship. He was. Oh, Cardell won the national championship. But the team was, he was, if he got hurt at the very end of the Michigan game. So assuming he stays, he doesn't get hurt. He probably wins the Big Ten championship, and he—I mean—I would imagine he still can—he's still leading the team. I don't—I I don't know. I mean, we know that role was about Zeke, and that's why he ended up being on uh, Justin Fields' list. It is—it is your Mount Rushmore list. I want to get—I—I—I I, I jumped you there. I'm sorry. It's just—it's yours. This is yours. You're okay to have different opinions <laughs> than me. I've been jamming people up left and right this week. I promise it's not you. Continue on with your totally valid I mean, list that I vehemently disagree with. The only reason, the reason I, like, again, I'm, as I look like big picture on it, and I understand why people think like Barrett isn't this like flashy dude. Like, I get it, but I, you don't have to defend yourself. It's he totally still valid. Is, but he still is like the all time leading passer at Ohio State after playing the four years he did there. He still won a national championship. He was in the Heisman conversation. You got to wonder if he wins it. If he ends up playing in – if he finishes the Michigan game that year and then he plays in the Big Ten championship game, does he end up winning the Heisman? I don't know. Um, but I don't know. I I, I, I think the 2014 needs representation. So I'd be okay either putting Barrett on there or putting um, or putting Bosa on there. So if I'm picking one of those two, I think that's fine. I think Archie goes on there. Um, I have to have a wide receiver. I, I As much as I would love to put Marvin Harrison Jr. on there – I honestly think I'd probably lean Chris Carter um, just because of I, – I know I don't – Chris Carter never won a national championship, but I think the fact that Chris Carter became one of the all-time greats, he's a, pro, he's a Hall of Famer, and he still remains atop some of the records in terms of Ohio State history. Uh, he's fourth all-time in receptions. He's still fourth all-time in, in total yards. Um, he's still up there in terms of single season. I, I can't I, – I, there's just so many wide receivers – to have Ted, Ted Ginn, and I understand what Ted Ginn represented to probably a younger generation of fan. To have Ted Ginn on there um, is silly to me. Um, I understand like the kicker turn thing and the receiver thing, but he's not even top 10 in receiving yards in Ohio State history for a career. So I, I can't do it with Ted Ginn, even though he is an all-time great at Ohio State. I'd probably say Chris Carter. Um, and then I honestly, I, I think – I, I think to your point, like you're right in that there probably deserves to be some sort of conversation <clears throat> about a coach being on there. Um, and I don't know, like I, I might, well, hold on. I'm putting, if I'm putting Bosa, Archie, Chris Carter. Are you counting how many? I've like talked about so many different players now at this point. <laughs> um yeah, I don't know. I I, I think I'd pr- I would have Archie. I'd have Chris Carter. I would have um, you had you had you had what Eddie George instead of Archie? No, I think. Oh Jesus! Now you had yeah you had Eddie George. I, and you I had said Smith. I said um, representative of the 2014 team, representative of the 2002 team. Uh, one guy that didn't win. And by the way, I'd probably swap out Eddie for Orlando Pace so I could have Archie on because he's the true representation of that um, era. And by the way, if I do this later on my show today, I'll probably completely change the list. That's fair. <laughs> All right. So but what was your four again? Just real quick here. Um, if, I, if my four would probably be Archie, 
JT Barrett. Um, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. I, I forgot. Archie, Joey Bosa. I'm with you on him being the representative from that team. Um, I would have Chris Carter, and I would probably put who do I want for my fourth one. I'd, I'd, I'd probably just put I'd, I'd probably just put Woody Hayes because of what he meant to the rivalry at the time that he was here, and I think that matters. All right, guys, we want to hear in the comments or at Nick Wilson says at Spency to underscore uh, precisely who should be on the Mount Rushmore for Ohio State. Justin Fields was not great. It was it could have been a lot better. Let's just we admit that young man born 1999. No age shaming here, but he's too young to have a fully formed opinion on this one. So a little bit of age shaming there. Um, Leave your comments on the YouTube channel and our playlist there. Uh, If we see him, we'll respond to him. And we will get to the combine and what it means for Marvin Harrison next. But first, quick word from our sponsors. <laughs> 